Coming up on WealthWorks Radio, someone who is reaching retirement age today, but who didn't start saving until the age of 40, is probably following the advice of the mid-90s. Around that time, floppy disks were being phased out. A lot has changed since then, and today we'll help weed out the old-fashioned tips that have not stood the test of time. And now, WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney. Welcome in, everybody. This is WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Eric is a fiduciary. He's independent. He's president of Retirement Wealth, LLC, and so much more. Hi, Eric. How's things? Hey, good morning, Steve. Good to see you. Yeah, you too. And uh, so that's it. Well, you take me right back there. The, you talk about floppy disks. I mean, I certainly I lived through all of that, and uh, oh my goodness. But you're right. I think people you know, that, you know, like you said, in your forties, those are kind of, that's kind of the time when those ideas are cemented in your head and you think this is the way I need to do things. And really it's not that way today. Well, we, we also depend on our parents, right? So we, we look at what our parents have done and we go from there. Um, and we get a lot of stories of how to invest, but you know, interest rates, remember a lot of people don't don't remember this, but interest rates in the early 80s were as high as 17 and 18 percent. Yeah, I know. So uh, imagine like look at mortgage rates today. You're paying 2.7, 2.8 right now. Yep. And so it makes sense to upgrade your house sometimes right now. Right. And it doesn't make sense to pay down your loan. That's saying I cannot do better than this in the market. Um, but back when your interest rate is 18%, now you're hyper-focusing on mortgage reduction strategies. So your strategy was significantly different in the early 80s as it is today. And then you take the 90s, and it could be a possible hybrid of those two times. Sure. So we can't necessarily follow what our parents did. And people today are still taking on that whole mindset and that mindset is incredibly outdated. I mean, interest rates have changed, inflationary has changed, medical costs have changed, long-term care has changed, how we live has changed. But yeah, a lot of people's portfolios are incredibly outdated. And that's one of the things that we have to combat when we have a, a, pet, a potentially new client walk in the door. I, I take a look at the portfolio and I just think to myself, this portfolio is horribly outdated. It's fee-ridden, it's, it's asset allocation is poor, it's not doing what it's supposed to do. When I take a look at a portfolio, I want to understand immediately what that portfolio is trying to do. When I take a look at the portfolio and it doesn't make sense to me, more than likely it's not working for that client. But the client doesn't know any better, they just assume I'm okay because my money is invested. But there's, it's worse to be invested improperly than you know understanding what's in that portfolio. I mean, you, you could be doing a, a horrible injustice to your money by, by not understanding the true allocation. And a lot of people just do not understand that. Right. So I mean, as you start to look at these things that, uh, you know, well, one of the 60-40, you know, stock bond split, that, I mean, that's sort of cemented out there for a lot of folks. And that just doesn't make sense today. Uh, yeah. Well, Eric, I'm 64, 65. So uh, 60, 40 split, please. <laughs> sure. But and, that was and, it. That was the standard. Yeah. This is not an ice cream stand where you walk up and order something, right? I mean, uh, I'll take the 60, 40 special today. <laughs> it's not how it works. Like, 
again, like, let's figure out what you need first. But there's so many people that are determined to understand, you know, what their investments are first. But again, purpose determines placement. You have to understand the purpose of your money to understand where we're going to place it. And with the 60-40 portfolio, we can go back way back. But what you have to understand today is where interest rates are, there's a lot of interest rate sensitive investments out there that are riddled in portfolios that are absolutely wreaking havoc with that portfolio. And while these people have some gains in there, unfortunately, the interest rate sensitive investments are sucking the wind out of those and it's not benefiting that client. If you take a look at, if we go back to 2000, mm -hmm. now everybody wanted a 60-40 split back then. It made more sense back then. Now, 2000, between 2000 and 2010, that was known as the lost decade for stocks. And I'll tell you, you had, the, you're coming off of the end of 99 of the tech bubble, that thing blew up. Then you go into 9-11, and then all of a sudden you had a lull in the economy for a long time. And then all of a sudden you go into 2008 and then you had um, a lot of multiple pullbacks and corrections. So the, the decade between 2000 and 2010 is known as the lost decade for stocks. IBM stock. So I come from upstate New York and a lot of people were married to their IBM stock. Sure. Silly thing to do right? When people get attached or married to a stock. But what we had to do was we had to go into a portfolio that was riddled with IBM stock and we had to offset the poor results of that IBM stock. Again, people are more, uh, they're, they're more loyal to their money than their actual rate of return. I'm more loyal to my rate of return than I am my holdings. And there's a huge difference there. But if you take a look at IBM stock in January of 2000, it was at about $114. 10 years later, it's at $131. Wow. <laughs> That's terrible, Steve. That's terrible, yes. Absolutely flat. Now, does it pay a dividend? Yeah, big deal. So what had happened was I was luckily working with a very big money manager who, who taught me, mentored me, showed me how to manage big money. That's the difference between being a financial advisor and a money manager. So I understood how to build a strong, tactical, relevant asset allocation. That's what a lot of advisors are missing today. They're just licensed salespeople. But what had happened was when the markets had tanked in 2001, we went into tangible assets like energy, gold, real estate. And let me tell you something, 2002, 2003, 2004, we had great years. But what it did was it offset that 60% of the portfolio that doesn't do that wasn't working out very well. Now the 40% in fixed income, interest rates were at a decent place, so now all of a sudden bonds had value back then. So the 60/40 portfolio made sense then. Now all of a sudden we morph into now and now all of a sudden it's the 40% or the fixed income side that's really hurting a lot of portfolios and people don't understand that. Again, 
This is not an a la carte item where you just say 60, 40, set it and forget it. Those days are over. Sure. Well, and again, I think that's probably wise. Uh, 800-779-1942. That's the number, folks, that'll get you started. And uh, you can also visit the website, ericcarneyadvisor.com. I encourage you to do that. So we're talking about things that uh, made sense at one point but don't make sense today, but still we follow some of those same rules. And uh, we were talking about this earlier. You talked about debt. Uh, obviously, getting on a debt, consumer debt, bad get rid of it but it isn't necessarily bad to have like you just said a two and three quarter or three percent mortgage yeah i mean you know there's a lot of people that are coming in and say hey we have a little bit of a mortgage what's your interest rate if you're around three percent then don't do anything about it and there's some people that actually want to liquidate a two hundred thousand dollar account to pay off their mortgage that's the silliest thing i've ever heard of now you know, right now, as we speak, year to date, the S&P 500 is at like 22%. So imagine 22% on 200 grand in the market. That's a pretty good deal. So you could actually take off your gains, start to pay down your mortgage, and guess what you have left over? Couple hundred grand. It's pretty nice. So it doesn't make sense to pay off your house in a low interest rate environment, but it does make sense to look at some other strategies to, again, increase your net worth. If you just pay off your house, now you just have a house that's paid off. Now, I understand where people say I've been paying on this house forever, but you know, like I said, there are mortgage reduction strategies out there. But again, you have to look at your overall entire plan. And when you hyper-focus on something now, for every, for every action, there's a reaction. So if you do something today, it may be that instant gratification, but you're not necessarily going to get that down the road. And this is the one thing that the financial plan really lays out. It says, look, if you pay off your house now, here's what it's going to do to you down the road. So everybody agrees that we can go back to work right now. But now what happens is I'm hearing people say, Eric, it's not even funny anymore. You know, we used to talk about the Walmart greeter. I really don't want to become that person. And I'm like, okay, so let's take this seriously and really come up with a pragmatic plan that you don't have to worry about running out of money, but paying off your house may not be the right time to do it. And we have to take a look at, all, at, at everything across the board. Sure. Well, I, Eric, on that note, I'm going to say, let's take a quick break and uh, invite folks to call right now, come back and let's just pick it up where we left off. Sounds good, Steve. So if you're out there listening, you've never had a financial plan, or there's a little bit of reasonable doubt about your current situation right now, let's take the next five callers who have that financial plan that is missing. If you're serious about your finances, this is for you. We'll create a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000. Let's give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation, only to the next five callers who have saved at least $500,000 for retirement. And what this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. We're going to map it out. We're going to run all the reports for you, the fee report, the Morningstar reports, a tax analysis, maybe a volatility analysis. Let's see where it takes you. Let's see where that plan leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your portfolio and again, without any obligation. If you're interested in your very own income plan, we'll show you proven strategies and techniques to turbocharge your retirement income. In short, we're going to take all the guesswork out of financial planning. So again, for the next five callers, a full-blown comprehensive financial plan review, it's over $1,000 value. We'll be giving it away complimentary, no obligation. 
calls today. Hey, that sounds fantastic, Eric. Folks, take advantage of what he's offering here today. That's a great way to be able to come on and sit down and just exactly what we've been talking about here, put together that financial roadmap that's going to help get you to where you want to be. It's a complex world out there. Eric understands that from a financial standpoint. He can break it down, make it clear, and easy to understand. It's a true, practical financial review. I know a lot of you were looking for a second opinion. Yes, take advantage of this offer here today with Eric and make that happen. 800-779-1942. Five callers right now will get that comprehensive financial review. You'll get all the extras that Eric just talked about. You'll see where you are today, but more importantly, you'll end up with that roadmap, that guide that can truly help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-779-1942. Again, 800-779-1942. 1942. Next up on WealthWorks Radio, we're closing in on 2022. And if you're closing in on retirement, stick around. On today's show, we'll outline how retirement will be different in 2022. Hey, we are back on WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall having a great conversation. Eric, by the way, of course, uh, is a fiduciary independent, a great team of folks with him at Retirement Wealth. So, you know, we were covering some things in the first segment about, you know, old ideas that, that just didn't stand the test of time. And at one point you mentioned dividend stocks. And I want to talk about that for a second, because is that something that we should even be considering right now? Yeah, I think so. Especially, again, where interest, where with where interest rates are right now, dividend paying stocks are an amazing alternative. The problem is with these is that people are still looking at companies like AT&T and Verizon. And AT&T, here's the whole deal. They pay out a large dividend. They have horrific, if not negative growth over time. So if you have a 6% dividend, but your growth over time has been negative five, then what's the point of owning that? And if you take a look at um, a stock like JP Morgan, that has had beautiful growth, absolutely beautiful growth that a lot of people want with a dividend. And so we're looking at something that we want growth and income and people get sucked in by the large dividend. And let me tell you something, there's a lot of professional money managers that will say the higher the dividend, the more skeptical you have to be. And really take a look at the three and the five-year rates of return on these stocks. We have an incredibly clean dividend-paying portfolio. It is beautiful. I mean, it's just, it's it's well-natured. It's not too volatile. We're taking a look at the risk, the standard deviation, which is the, the risk and the volatility in there. Um, we're, t- we're considering the sharp ratio, which is your rate of return adjusted with risk. And it's just a beautifully designed portfolio. This is really what people are looking for. They're looking from alternatives from CDs. They're looking for alternatives to bonds. They're looking to alternatives from variable annuities. This is a great alternative, especially in this interest rate environment. So a dividend paying portfolio is very good, but you also wanna have that sitting next to some kind of alternatively 
fixed portfolio and also an alpha driven portfolio. They're going to play very nicely. And then what you can do is a true money manager is actually go in between overweight and underweight each different asset class to be able to keep up with your financial needs. But there's a lot of people again who they have a set it and forget it. And more than likely it's not working the way they need it to be. And that's detrimental to them. Sure. That I mean, what a great explanation, Eric. That was great. I, I mean, that just like you said, that that you end up with the, uh, you know, a near perfect portfolio. So take a look at this, Steve. And it's funny that I know these dates. But when you go back in time, look at March 2000 of 20. Take a look at uh, May 13th of 2021. Take a look at October 1st of 2021. Those were all days where we took fixed income and cash or bonds, and we actually purchased more equities. So on down days, we actually purchased more equities and we rode that market up. That's what people want in their portfolio. They want to know that someone's actually paying attention to their portfolio and working it. And so when somebody calls and they say, oh, Eric, you know, this market, this market, this market, I'm like, hey, let me show you what we did in your portfolio. And I want every listener to understand that we have a lot of clients listening to our show. So I cannot come on the show and say, hey, we did do this on October 1st, May 13th and, and March 2020. It has to be true because otherwise my client is going to be like, hey, you said that you did this on the radio, but I don't see anything in my account that reflects that. Well, that is not going to be true because we absolutely did. So we can go back as early as October 1st or as far back as March 20th or the end of December of 2018 right. and show people prove to them that we did something about it. We were proactive. That's what people want to see. They want to understand that they have a tactically managed portfolio. They want to know that their uh, advisors eyeballs are actually on that. And so this is what we really have to reach out to people. I'm so proud of all of my staff because we keep getting better and better and better. And as we grow, we understand what we have to do for our clients. And Autumn goes way back and makes sure that our original clients are taken care of, just like the clients that we took on last week. So we have significant growth in our portfolios. We have significant growth in the firm, but it's because we're constantly paying attention to everything. Right. You know, you mentioned, uh, I said it and forget it a few minutes ago, and, and let's get into something now that is set it and forget it. And those are target date funds. And I know where you fall on this. You know, I mean, if you're 20 years old and you get in a 401k and, and it's target date funds, okay. But right. if you're if you're 45 or 50 or 55 years old, may want to take a second look. So, I mean, here's a perfect example. And I don't have to go back very far. But last week we had somebody come in. They lived in Chicago for a very long time. They came in and she's worried about her retirement. And she's like, I really want to be done in another three or four years. So I'm taking a look at the portfolio. There's about $950,000 in there and it's in a 2020, or I'm sorry, two, yes, 2020 target date fund, which meant when I took a look at it, it was pretty much 100% fixed income. Here's the issue with that. Interest rates are so low right now, her year-to-date return with contributions was 2.25%. Wow, that's so, terrible in today's market. So, Steve, if that's with contributions, imagine how negative that portfolio oh, boy, did. Boy, I guess, oh, man, I didn't think about that. 
She sat back in her chair and she's like, Eric, I never even thought about that. She goes, I just thought because we were close to the year 2020, I picked that many years ago. And she goes, I just thought that that one made sense. So here we are, a loss, a major loss of opportunity of hundreds of thousands of dollars. And so what I said to her is I said, well, if you're going to work another three or four years, we can turn this portfolio around. And then I showed her, look, year to date on the S&P 500 is 22%. Imagine with all of your contributions and 22% on top of that, what that portfolio would look like as of January 1st, just of this year. You're talking another couple hundred thousand dollars and then some. So well over a million. Well over a million. I mean, you know, you're, you're talking probably close to 1.2 with contributions. Wow. And so 1.25. So it's, it's remarkable. So the next three to four years, and if you're listening out there, here's the moral of that story. She's now going to set the tone for her finances over the next three to four years. She's going to define who she is financially over the next three to four years. So there does come a point in your life where you realize this is how much I'm worth and it's not going to change by much. And I really do think her lifestyle and her husband's lifestyle, that number is probably between 1.5 and 1.6 million. So she's kind of there, but we've got a lot of work to do over the next three to five years. And so this is what I'm telling a lot of people is don't procrastinate. Those three to four years are significant. If she had come in and seen me in three years, it would never be anywhere near what it's going to be like for them. So this is a huge turning point for them. And this is what we like to do. This is why we go all hands on deck and take care of them. 800-779-1942. That's a, I mean, boy, if ever there was a cautionary tale, you just described it. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and it's, this is what gets me out of bed, Steve, right? I yeah. mean, helping people, like putting them in a better position and saying, look, you know, like, let's, let's go over your strengths and weaknesses. And I'm not always negative. I'm positive. I'm like, hey, you guys are going to be okay, but you got some cracking to do. Like, yeah. we got we to gotta get down to business and get this done. And people are always like, you know, Eric, I appreciate that you're so, you know, forward with us. And, and I'm, I'm rather blunt in a nice way. I'm not negative. It's like, oh, you know, there's some advisors that are like, oh, if you don't do anything, this is going to be trouble. No, let's work together. Let's put together a plan. You're going to be okay. But again, we have to be serious and we have to buckle down. Sure. One other thing, and, and we don't have a lot of time, but let's, let's talk about the 4% rule right now. And because that was came about again in the early 90s. Right. Again, you know, that is another thing that is outdated and they're still living on that. And um, so, again, you know, living in southwest Florida, people live a little bit more of a dynamic lifestyle um, than a lot of the rest of the country. I mean, we have golfing, we have boating. And the other night uh, we were just outside and taking a walk and I noticed all the boats going down the canal and just, you know, everybody's out and about. I mean, boat fuel is now at three dollars and eighty cents. <laughs> Jeez. $3.80. It just makes me fall over. So, but people have not stopped boating, right? And so our lifestyle is above that 4% rule. And a lot of times, again, through the financial plan, we really have to factor that in. Sure. Well, you mentioned gas prices. Well, apparently, I mean, come on up here to North Carolina and uh, just look at the gas. I would guess uh, both. I would guess it's over five bucks here. 
That is insane. Yeah. I, 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 I just can't believe it. I mean, you know, we all need gas. Like when I put gas in the car to go in between the, the offices, I just put it in because I need it. But yeah. Man, it is painful to watch that dollar figure go up. No kidding. Well, folks, if you'd like to uh, you know, sit down with Eric, now's the time to give him a call. Get on that calendar. Have a conversation and, and really give yourself some peace of mind. Yeah, if you're looking for that peace of mind through a financial plan, give us a call. Or look, if you're looking for a second opinion, give us a call for that as well. If you're serious about your finances, again, this is a great opportunity for you. We're going to create a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000. Let's give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation to the next five callers who have saved at least $500,000 for retirement. And what this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. We're going to map it out. We're going to run all the reports for you, the fee report, the Morningstar report reports, a tax analysis, maybe a volatility analysis. Let's see where it takes you. Let's see where that plan leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your portfolio. And again, without any obligation, if you're interested in your very own income plan, we'll show you proven strategies and techniques to turbocharge your retirement income. In short, we're going to take all the guesswork out of financial planning. So again, for the next five callers, a full-blown comprehensive financial plan review, it's over a thousand dollar value. We'll be giving it away. Complimentary no obligation calls today. Make that call, folks. It's 800-779-1942. That chance to get together with Eric and his team and put together that financial roadmap. It's a practical financial review. And if you're listening, just make that call. 800-779-1942. Five callers right now get that well comprehensive financial review plus all the extras that Eric just described. There's no cost. There's no obligation. It's a chance for you to walk out the door with a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. So you've got nothing to lose. Give us a call. 800-779-1942. Again, 800-779-1942. Next up on WealthWorks Radio, there are many kinds of risks when it comes to retirement planning, from longevity risk to healthcare risk. We'll break them down and highlight how to potentially avoid them. WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Eric is, um, well, he's an author. You can find him um, on television. You've got, uh, you're on a couple of, I mean, you're on all weekend, right? Or both Saturday and Sunday? Yeah, CW, uh, 9 a.m. on Saturdays. And then right now we're actually on Fox and ABC. So, um, wow. uh, yeah, we're able to get on Fox for a little bit. So we're excited about that. Have all our Fox friends watching us. And You uh, are a popular guy. Yeah, it's been going really well, Steve. I'll tell you, um, it, it, it's funny. I went to go, uh, we went to a restaurant the other night and the guy says, hey, Eric, he goes, love your show. And I just, <laughs> I just laughed. It was pretty funny, you know, yeah. but. You know, it, it's just, I mean, I'm the same. I mean, like I said, I mean, I, I'm just the same person on TV, on radio as in person. I mean, I'm just, you know, my, my, my parents grew up with me uh, or I grew up with my parents, I should say. And uh, but I mean, just we we're a laid back family. I mean, you know, uh, my dad was a business owner. My mom was a business owner and an investment advisor. And um, but I mean, we we're all just like laid back. It was just uh, it was it was just a, a great childhood. But I also understood, you know, how to help people. You sure. know, I mean, both of my parents really genuinely cared about people. My father was in the Lions Club and the Moose Club, very involved with that. Um, and, you know, he just, when he left work, he, he wanted to help people. We used to drive around. Um, he had a, a van for his print shop, and we used to actually drive around on Saturdays. And this is one of my 
greatest childhood memories of all was I would get up early and my dad and I would go to breakfast together and we would have a big breakfast and he'd be, he'd always be like, get the one pancake. And we would always laugh because this pancake was like 18 inches wide. It was the size of the plate. Yeah. And he would always order that for me, even though I could never eat it, you know? And, um, so whenever I see a huge pancake come out, I always think about my dad, but then what we would do is we would actually go to drop off points where they dropped off glass. And what happens is we would load up my dad's van with glass because what they did was the, the Lions club collected that so that they could make, um, eyeglasses, um, for the underprivileged. Sure. And so I, you know, I never really understood that. And then we, we would hand out food baskets throughout the year. And if anybody knows of Apple Lake in New York, uh, way back when, right outside of Binghamton, New York, there was a lot of poverty in, in Apple Lake. And, and I grew up watching a lot of that. And I didn't realize uh, that there were people, you know, that were so poor that lived out in the country. And so where I lived, I mean, I, you know, I, I realized very quickly how, how lucky we were, how hard we worked to have that. But um, it, it made me realize, you know, that, that you do have to be helpful to other people to be able to put them in a better place. And how that kind of converts into today is I just think that um, I've been mentored and taught and with a lot of ethics and we've been able to help out a lot of people. And, you know, it, it just it, it, it boils over into this. So, you know, like I said, we always want to be respectful of people's money, how it was made. Um, be respectful of, of where it came from and making sure that, you know, we understand all their needs. So I'm very grateful to be in this business. And my parents had a lot to do with that. Yeah, that's great. I, I guess I did. I learned things about you there, Eric. It's very interesting. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun to hear those stories. And um, the, the we're talking about risk at this point. And, and uh, I, I think we all you know, have a certain level of risk tolerance. And one of the things that we have to talk about is longevity risk, Eric. I mean, that, you know, we're plain and simple. We're living longer. We are. I mean, we're living better lives now. I mean, um, people don't smoke as much as they used to. Uh, people don't drink as much as they used to. Um, people are living a healthier lifestyle now. And again, I'm, I bring up uh, Southwest Florida a lot because the interesting thing is about down here is you can be healthy all year round. The weather's incredible. And so there's a lot more people that are walking, playing pickleball, going to the beach. You want to look better when you're at the beach. So, um, you know, th there's a lot of things, but you, you look at people down here and they are living significantly longer. And I'll tell you, even if it's three to four years longer than you expected, you want to be prepared for that. Well, I mean, we don't know how long we're going to live and it doesn't no. really matter I mean, I know it matters, it figures in at some level, but just if you're, depending on your parents or your grandparents, just because they may have passed away earlier, it doesn't mean you were, you're going to. And, you know, if you're 65 years old today, right, uh, you're going to, there's a good chance you're going to live to be 90. Is that, is that fair? I think so. I, I mean, a lot of people are breaking the mold. You know, I mean, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that I hear about these older uh, sicknesses that people had. And I'm like, well, yeah, but, you know, that's kind of been cured. And I'm certainly not a doctor, but, you know, we see so many medical issues of past and present. And there's a lot of things that are getting better. Um, the, medically, you know, the, the world has gotten significantly better. Our technology in the United States is uh, is one of the best in the world. So, uh, I'm, you know, we are taking better care of ourselves. We are living longer. And we've got to, we absolutely have to be prepared for that. Right. And, and you know, you talk about the medical advances in medicine. I mean, you know, there's, there's a lot of replacement parts for us. I mean, there's knees, there's elbows, there's shoulders. I mean, you name it. 
It's incredible. I mean, you know, and now they're taking pieces of pigs and they're transplanting parts of pigs into human beings. And that's actually taking. So, you know, there's a lot of things that they're actually doing that are working. And so, you know, like I said, what you don't think is going to be replaceable, you know, you may be wrong about that. How long do you run a plan? How far out do you run a plan for 100? For you run it out to 100. OK. Yeah. yeah Donna will run it out to 100. Wow. Yeah. And we actually, we, we had a woman down in Naples and we have run hers to 105. So, um, and, and you know what, and, and we've been working with her long enough now where I'm like, I'm glad that we ran it out to 105 because I could actually see that happening. Sure. Yeah. Well, the beauty of you, if you're running it out to a hundred and even if you don't make it to a hundred, there's still going to be money left to, you know, pass on to your heirs or pass on to your beneficiaries, whoever you want it to go to. Maybe. I mean, so the whole thing is, is that when you take a look at the long-term care issues, the health care issues, the medical issues, mm -hmm. remember, Steve, chronic illness costs more than something like diabetes. You know, people say, I got bad knees, I got bad shoulders, whatever it may be. Okay, that's a pain in the ass to live with, but it's not going to kill you. Right. right. Well, true. Yes. You know, but but someone with diabetes or something like that, we really have to pay attention. I mean, it's it's crazy how like A1C, like now I understand A1C and I, I understand all these different things. Oh, I but, know. The older you get, the more you understand. all that Right. I, exactly. I mean, the more I'm like, oh, OK. And then, you know, you hear all this different things from, you know, different clients. And I find it very interesting. We also have a lot of uh, medical professionals that, that I ask questions, you know, and some are like, hey, Eric, if you ever need, you know, I have a question, call me i mean we have a, a an amazing oral surgeon um we have another um uh, surgeon who's from buffalo new york that i've been working with for quite some time um i consult with him every once in a while i mean these guys are very valuable to have you know on call so to speak sure. i mean they're retired people but you know they're helping me out with a lot of clients but even they're seeing where people are living longer too so you know there, there's a lot of financial risk that comes with that and, and again with medical we want to be as comfortable as possible but that costs money Yep, absolutely it does. Well, which leads us into sequence of returns risk, and we've had this conversation before, Eric, but it's certainly worth having again. Yeah, so how do we safely withdraw that money? And there's a lot of times where people say, you know, I don't understand how to how to withdraw from these accounts. And I always tell the story about the woman from Punta Gorda who came in. She basically had two accounts. The one account she was bleeding through. It was literally hemorrhaging money. And that was her monthly income. And I said, you do realize that you're bleeding out of this account. She goes, yeah, I know. She goes, I told my advisor about it, but they said, don't worry. When that one runs out of money, then I'll just turn on the other one. And then I'm like, well, how do you know that that one's not going to run out of money? That's the dumbest advice I've ever heard in my <laughs> life. Yeah. Who's this dumb dumb? <laughs> so I said, wait a minute. Let me just do this. Turn off the income that you're bleeding from. Update the allocation. Remember, in the very first segment, we talked about an outdated portfolio. Right. Her portfolio is incredibly outdated, Steve. Okay. So we turn it off. We update that portfolio. We now go to the second one. We update that portfolio. We let the very first account that was hemorrhaging through money, we, let, we allow that to replenish itself without taking any income out. We start to take her monthly income out of the second account, which is now happily replenishing itself through gains and now all of a sudden after about a year a year and a half the first account that she was bleeding from has now 
gone back up in value, and now we're safely pulling a little bit each from from each account. Mm -hmm. So every month we're pulling 50% out of each account, allowing the account to be sustainable. Now I have two well-performing accounts. They're spitting out income, and I'm not bleeding through one. Sure. That is sequence of returns. Boy, that's a that's a great description of that too, and and uh, boy, these these segments go by too quickly, Eric. I want to touch on one thing, and, and and that's political risk. And I've come to this conclusion over the course of my life that presidents come and presidents go, and you know people like them and people don't. But the but to me the takeaway is it doesn't matter. We're still going to retire. A presidential term is four years. An investment cycle is six to eight years. But unfortunately, there's a lot of people that are making bad decisions based on politics. And again, there's a lot of people, oh, I'm sitting in cash. I'll show them. Who are you showing? <laughs> yeah, who are you showing? Exactly. You're hurting yourself. You're not hurting anybody else except you, the people that you live with, your family, and your future. You're not hurting anybody in the White House. They don't even know who you are. But you're making these horrible political decisions based on that. Well, again, on that note, Eric, we are up against the clock. Let's go ahead and take a quick break and come back with one more segment. Yeah, if you're interested in a financial plan, you've never had one before, give us a call. We're going to take the next five callers who are needed that financial plan that is missing. If you're serious about your finances, this is for you. We'll create a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000. Let's give it away. Absolutely complimentary, no obligation to the next five callers who have saved $500,000 for retirement. And what this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. We're going to map it out. We're going to run all the reports for you, the fee report, the Morningstar reports, a tax analysis, maybe a volatility analysis. Let's see where it takes you. Let's see where that plan leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your portfolio and, again, without any obligation. If you're interested in your very own income plan, we'll show you proven strategies and techniques to turbocharge your retirement income. In short, we're going to take all the guesswork out of financial planning. So again, for the next five callers, a full-blown comprehensive financial plan review. It's over $1,000 value. We'll be giving it away. Complimentary, no obligation. Call us today. 800-779-1942. Five callers get that comprehensive financial review that Eric just described, plus all the extras. And you'll see where you are today. But more importantly, you walk out the door with the roadmap that's going to be your guide to help get you to where you need to be. 800-779-1942. Again, 800-779-1942. Next up on WealthWorks Radio, my favorite part, questions from you and answers from me. Stay tuned. On WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. And, uh, of course, we've been having a great show today, Eric. I mean, really going fast. Uh, great information. I love the, uh, you know, the, the descriptions you've done of some of these things. When you talked about sequence of returns, man, that was just, I mean, these things just start to cement in and it, and it just makes sense. Well, you know what happens a lot of times, too, Steve, is, and, and, and again, this is for myself because, I mean, when somebody comes in, I am responsible for their money, point blank. Like 
We have a big team around us. We have plenty of people in our back offices that are supporting us, but it all comes down to my shoulders. I mean, if we take you on as a client, you are my responsibility. And so what we're really looking at is I want to do a financial plan. I want to do an income plan. I want to understand your, your sequence of returns. I want to know that you're going to be okay. And um, so th there's a lot of people who in, in the past few years, they don't feel like they're okay. There's kind of an unsettling feeling like, eh, I have an advisor, but they're not really my advisor. They're not really reaching out to me. And so these are all the things that we're really taking a look at is, is your advisor truly reaching out to you and giving you what you need? Is there transparency? Is there accountability? Do you really understand where you're supposed to be in three years, five years, and 10 years? Do you know if you're on track or off track? People want to know that they're on track. And so this is really what we're doing is, is we're really taking the time to sit down with that client and say, okay, this is where you are. This is where you need to be. And they understand that, you know, a lot of people don't want to know about their investments or some people do want to know about their investments, but everyone just wants to know if they're going to be okay. Again, the biggest thing that people want is they want to be free from concern. Sure. Well, absolutely. And that starts with a phone call, 800-779-1942. I want to mention at this point, too, that, uh, you know, your show, this show, WealthWorks Radio, is available as a podcast and uh, downloadable anywhere you get a podcast, you know, be it iHeart or uh, Apple or wherever you get a podcast. I would say go out there, find that, and subscribe to it, and we'll send it to you every week. And, uh, you know, you can get the whole show. Because I know a lot of folks are in and out of their car. They hear a part of the show. They don't hear the whole thing. We've had a lot of traction with that lately, too. So we've been pretty excited about that. Um, a lot of people have been listening to it, downloading it. So um, we've got a lot of uh, positive calls from that as well. So sure. I'm thrilled about that. All right. 800-779-1942. And uh, again, just to download the podcast or sign up for it. Um, let's see. Let's all right, jump into a couple of these questions here while we still have some time. Sure. Margaret is in Punta Gorda. Uh, and she says, I have an old pension that I'm planning to roll over into a traditional IRA to take advantage of potential returns greater than the three percent that it currently receives is it possible to convert some of that to a Roth IRA and then take out money if I need it yeah 100 percent so again you know to get into political worries there's a lot of people that you know are worried about tax rates changing well in 2026 they are going to sunset all current tax laws are going to change. And so with all of the spending that's going on, more than likely taxes are going to go up. So Roth conversions are absolutely an efficient way to convert that money. The problem is, is that you really want to come up with a timed uh, plan or a strategized plan over like a decade to convert those because a lot of times your rate of return has a lot to do with it. Your rate of return can assist you in actually making those rates of uh, or those conversions easier. So a lot of times if somebody's not getting a high enough rate of return and they go to convert that money, it ends up, ends, ends up costing them quite a bit because you're not taking the previous year gains to pay for that conversion. So there's a whole thing that actually Donna sets up in the financial plan to show you how realistic these conversions will be and how they will actually benefit you not only now but down the road. Wow, that's great. I mean, I mean that's a that's a great way to understand the power of a Roth and how it can really benefit you down the line. 
Yeah, and I don't think people realize that there has to be a concerted strategy implemented for that. I, I think people just think you just convert money, but the problem is that you know there was a gentleman who had a pretty good sized portfolio, and he's like, I converted twenty grand last year into a Roth. And I look at him, he goes, you don't look impressed. And I'm like, well, I'm not. I'm like, you know, <laughs> it's like getting a gash on your arm, you know, that requires like 50 stitches and you run in to get a Band-Aid. <laughs> okay, I get it. <laughs> what the hell's that going to do? Right, right, exactly. Your house is flooding and you have four feet of water and you walk in with a bucket. <laughs> right? Yeah, not going to do much good. Yeah, don't have a million dollar portfolio. Tell me that you converted 20 grand and expect me to be excited about that. Because here's the deal. We do things, right? It's like it's like we go and we do something, we do something, we do something. But is it actually going to be big enough to be substantial to make enough change for us? That's what you really want to look at. If you're not doing anything to substantially change your situation, it's not going to benefit you. So you can convert 20 grand for the rest of your life. It's still not going to do a thing for you. For your beneficiaries way down the road, yeah, that might be beneficial. But more than likely, people want to do Roth conversions to benefit them now so that their money lasts longer so that they can live a better life or not have to be required to pay required minimum distributions as much because that is getting to be an insane burden on a lot of retirees. There are people that are calling us just because of the insane amount of required minimum distributions they have to pay over the next 15 to 20 years. Sure. They want to reduce that. Well, and so, again, a Roth conversion will do that. Exactly. But you've got to strategize your time frame and come up with something realistic. You've got to strategize and look at the rate of return that you need to do that. There's also a lot of people, Steve, and I won't get too much into our strategies, but there's a lot of people that are not even using their Social Security. We're actually using some people's Social Security that they, they don't even need, but we're turning it on. Why? Because we're utilizing that money to do Roth conversions, nice. and it pays out beautifully. Oh, wow. That makes sense. That That's a great strategy. That's our secret. Okay. All right. Well, it's out. 800-779-1942 if you'd like to get in on that one. Let's see. we got time for more here. Let's go to Dave. Uh, Dave says, uh, Dave's in Fort Myers Beach. He says, I'd like to invest in the cannabis industry. I've got five stocks picked out. These five stocks just happened to be listed in an exchange-traded fund, an ETF. Now, is it better to invest in the stocks individually or the ETF, which covers all the stocks which I want to, in which I want to invest? Um, I mean, I, I don't really know your situation. Uh, you know, cannabis to me is very speculative. A lot of people have seen a great deal of money be made in it, but people have also seen a lot of loss in it. So we don't really have anything to do with the cannabis world. But the thing, the only thing I can tell you is if you've done your research, you can see where a lot of these stocks are listed in exchange traded funds. I would probably go more that way because it is speculative. And so if you're going to go speculative, go all in and just, uh, you know, shoot for the moon. Sure. Well, I mean, all right. The, uh, so but that I mean that's that philosophy doesn't have to just be about cannabis. It could be about anything in terms of investing in an ETF. Well, here, here, here's the thing, okay, and, and this is the problem. I had a neighbor up in New York, and we were out at the old proverbial fence one day, and he says, Eric, you know, we've been neighbors a long time, and it looks like you do pretty good, and he goes, I want to use you as an advisor, but it's kind of awkward, you know, being neighbors, and I'm like, okay, you know, and I was like, well, have a nice day. Like, I, I really don't know what to say after that. He's like, but I was wondering, you know, 
I have an advisor, but I was wondering if you could give me some tips. And I thought to myself, here's the problem. So with the cannabis industry, it is so speculative. The thing is, is that when we recommend something, we might be changing directions in another six months or a year or two years. When that person still holds on to my recommendations and then tells me three years later, hey, you know what? In the past six months, that hasn't done very well. Horrible advice. <laughs> you know, and, and I can turn to them and say, well, geez, I sold that a year and a half ago, but we made a ton of money on it. Right. <laughs> yes, so exactly. the, the, pro the problem, <laughs> the problem is, is that everybody wants to know stock tips. I had a guy walk out of one of my classes that I've been teaching for 10 years. And Autumn had reached out to him after the class and she goes, sir, was everything okay? And he walked out within the first 10 minutes of the class and it's a two hour, it's a two day, two hour class. He walks out the first 10 minutes. He says to her, he goes, well, I just wanted three stock tips. <laughs> what? Yeah. Like people think if I have three stock tips, I'm set for life. You're missing the whole point of financial planning if you're just chasing stocks. And, and I'm not saying that Dave's wrong with looking into the cannabis industry, but what I'm saying is, is that you know, people want quick tips and that's just not how it works. When you really take a look at an affluent person, they're planning, they're strategizing, they're making their wealth a priority. They're really putting it up top. And so again, they're not chasing down these, you know, uh, speculative investments. A lot of times, if it's your play money, that's one thing. But again, you really want to be strategic through a plan, uh, through tax planning, financial planning, income planning, um, and, 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 and even portfolio planning. So again, that, that's kind of the thing is when somebody asks me for a hot stock tip. <laughs> well, all right. I will never do that, Eric. A little bit of a tangent. Sorry. <laughs> I like it. Well, on that note, let's go ahead. We've got to put an end to the show. Uh, it's been a fantastic show, Eric. I loved it. But let's invite folks to call one last time today and uh, fill up your calendar. Fast, fast show. It goes by so fast. So everybody out there, thank you so much for listening. We've had a lot of good positive feedback from you guys and really appreciate it. This is your last chance today. We are actually standing by answering the phone. So give us a call. We, we do not have an answering machine. So give us a call. We're taking the next five callers who are new to that financial plan that is missing. If you're serious about your finances, this is a great opportunity. We're going to create a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000. Let's give it away. Absolutely complimentary. No obligation to the next five callers who have saved at least $500,000 for retirement. And what this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. We're going to map it out. We're going to run all the reports for you, the fee report, the Morningstar reports, a tax analysis, maybe a volatility analysis. Let's see where it takes you. Let's see where that plan leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your portfolio and again, without any obligation. If you're interested in your very own income plan, we'll show you proven strategies and techniques to turbocharge your retirement income. In short, we're going to take all the guesswork out of financial planning. So again, for the next five callers, a full-blown comprehensive financial plan review, it's over $1,000 value. We'll be giving it away complimentary, no obligation. Call us today. 800-779-1942. Five calls right now. Gets that comprehensive financial review showing you where you are today. But more importantly, you're going to have a roadmap that'll help get you to where you need to be. 800-779-1942. Again, 800-779-1942. Eric, my favorite hour of the week is just here having these conversations. It's so important. 
<laughs> Steve, thank you so much. Always a pleasure. Hey, everybody out there listening. Again, thank you so much. Remember, you only retire once. Let's get it right the first time. Stay positive, test negative, have a great week, and an even better retirement. Eric Kearney is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Retirement Wealth, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and this station are not affiliated. Exposures to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the field of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate, and when redeemed, may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Insurance licensed in the state of Florida. Insurance license number P138852. WealthGuard is a complete portfolio monitoring system designed by determining the amounts of downside risk a client is willing to tolerate. WealthGuard is added to a client's accounts to protect them from the downside risk. WealthGuard is not a stop-loss strategy. When the account value in the portfolio hits the targeted downside value, an alert is sent to the client, advisor, and money manager. There is no guarantee the exact WealthGuard value will be captured or the assets will be traded. Liquidated the same day the WealthGuard value is reached due to the time of date or market restrictions.